Good evening and welcome to our last City View podcast of the year. And what a day to record it. Interest rates up for the first time in three years, just a day after official figures pegged inflation at 5.1%. A momentous day, a surprising day, and with me to digest at least some of it is Jack Barnett, our economics and markets correspondent. Jack, last month, 7-2 in favour of holding rates. In the interim, we've had the arrival of a new variant, new restrictions, some chatter about further lockdown light-esque measures to come. And yet, it's completely flipped. 8-1 to the Hawks. Very much so. Um, it was definitely a shock. Uh, I think the city were pretty shocked about it. I think, like you said, in November, they were marched up a hill uh, and subsequently sent back down that hill mm-hmm. after the bank uh, didn't actually raise rates. Um, the city didn't expect them to raise rates today. They did. Uh, it's up 15 basis points. I think the thing to say is that yesterday's inflation print of uh, 5.1%, it must have been in the backdrop of the meeting um, over the last couple of days, and it must have pushed eight of the MPC members to, mm. to vote for this rate hike. Um, I think what's what's really alarming the bank uh, is the potential for this tight job market to really start to, to feed into even higher inflation mm. um, over the coming months, particularly if, um, if workers start to demand higher pay to keep up with the already yeah. high inflation print. Um, you know, I think the bank has conceded also for the first time that this very, very strong rate of inflation might not be as te- temporary as in first four. <laughs> Transitory was once the phrase. Uh, now we're looking at 6% in April. That's the expected high point. Um, the expected high point not so long ago was five. The expected high point not so long ago was four. Um you know, who knows? It may well keep going on and on and on. But when you strip out fears over Omicron, there are all sorts of good reasons to be optimistic. They didn't really have a choice, did they? No. And I think it's, you know, what they were really keen to say in the in the minutes from the from um, the MPC meeting is that they don't actually see Omicron having quite a discernible impact on the economy in the medium term. What they're more concerned about is inflation just continuing to take off, mm. which is actually a greater headwind for the economy and could actually pull back growth even more so than this new variant, particularly if consumers start to pull back on spending if you know prices are increasing, as you say, over 6% in April. Um, and I think they just want to get a hold of it now. Um, there's just one more thing to note is that today is, is very much the start of a series mm. of rate hikes. Yeah, yeah, this will not be the you know, it won't be the last over the next 12 months. Uh, the market is now pricing in three over the coming year. And at the end of 2022, they expect rates to be about 1%. Mm. Yeah, because we talked about yesterday, the the fact that if you go slowly to start with, you end up tending to have to hike them higher than expected. Mm. One thing, of course, filtering into the bank's thinking, no doubt, the MPC's thinking, um, there is one... We talk, well, we talk a lot about uncertainties. There is one certainty, which is that in April energy prices are going to go up through the roof as a result of the energy price cap moving up. There are all sorts of things that Ofgem are talking about at the moment about maybe massaging it slightly. But fundamentally, energy prices are going to go are going to go up. Now, I think you've alluded to it already, but energy takes us to 6%. But from what you're saying, it sounds like the bank's real concern isn't energy, more like the wage price spiral that comes across at the back end of that. If your gas bill costs more... Mm. You ask your employer for more. 
one thing leads to another, everybody's paying a bit more. Mm. Exactly. And I think this is the first time they've really actually started to to acknowledge that and that that wage price spiral is definitely a downside risk to the economy that could actually emerge. Um, you know, that that happens because as you were saying, that prices for everything else is increasing mm. and that triggers, you know, it makes it makes workers more attuned to the fact that their pound isn't going as far as it was before. And rightly so, rationally, they will ask for a pay rise to offset mm. those inflationary costs. And I think, that it, again, today is just very much the bank trying trying for the first time this year to get ahead of the curb mm. and, and reduce the likelihood of that happening. And of course, the other issue here is what inflation does to consumer confidence um, as we look towards the recovery. Now, you and I have seen some embargo data that's out for tomorrow. Obviously, this podcast will go live before that's out. If you're listening to it tomorrow, it'll be on cityam.com. But we don't even have to look at that. You know, A lot of the data that's come in recently has suggested that consumer confidence is starting to mm. wobble, won't be helped by the new variant record high again in, in terms of COVID cases in the UK today. And though it seems that lockdown light is going to be where we end up rather than, than a full lockdown, that is going to leave people sitting on their hands a little bit when it comes to recovery, especially if they're worried about you know their energy bill going up in April. Definitely. And I think um, there was some data out today as well from IHS Market, the latest PMI, already showing that um, the services sector has really been hit by the new restrictions and um, consumers being more reticent to go out and socialise because they don't want to catch the new strain. Um, the PMI hit a 10-month 10 10 month low, largely driven by the services industry falling back to around mm. about 52, I think, or so. So, you know, you can already see signs that people are starting to be a bit more cautious and that's going to be, you know, quite a severe headwind for the economy. And all the while, as we talk about all of this, Chancellor is in California. Not necessarily the most politically savvy move, I think, from a man who's usually pretty on, on the ball on these things. Jack, we'll leave it there for now. And we'll leave it there for 2021. Thanks so much for listening to us here on The City View. I hope you've found the news and views to be interesting and thought-provoking. And of course, do send me any feedback at all. We'll be back in January, that first week, probably the 6th. We haven't quite worked it out just yet when we're going to be back on the streets and back in the office. But for now, have a wonderful Christmas. Let's hope we can actually enjoy it. And let's, for goodness sake, hope for a happy new year. <laughs>